Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Erin Pym. And here on the podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests here into the studio to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality with me. However, obviously, I'm not having people in person in the studio. So what I've been doing uh, is trying to find some other podcasters uh, that, you know, have recording equipment in their homes, but also... Uh, you might just want to be introduced to other podcasts right now because you're kind of stuck inside with looking for things to do and listen to. So this is uh, a podcaster that I've had on the show several times. Uh, They're a friend of mine. And um, they're like, hands down, my favorite kink podcast. Uh, So that says a lot. So please welcome to the mic through Skype all the way from New York, professional pervert and podcaster Dick Wound. Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm 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 there. I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing it. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm in my garage, hunkered down and living the post-apocalyptic life. It's 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 been it's been uh interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is kind of your vibe, uh, an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Oh, so, you know, before before we get into anything, if you want, yeah. I could tell you uh, uh, there was a thing you posted on Twitter the other day about okay. something about uh, uh, doing some kind of role play where, where going outside was like a thing or whatever. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's really funny that you mentioned that because I have been thinking about doing some kind of weird um like trapped in quarantine sort of role play thing but very perilous and like uh uh someone using the the whole social distancing and quarantining thing to keep me locked away while I'm like slowly dying type of situation and I was thinking about (laughs) trying to record like an audio porn of like like almost like a black box recording where it's like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm here by myself and like you know there's no internet but I could but hopefully someone will find this recording type of thing like and oh like, my god like a Blair Witch scenario like yeah but like but it's like a weird like like murder mystery fucking audio porn I don't I don't know but anyway it oh made me god. think of that and I, that's why I responded and was like "Ooh, I have something that I could talk to you about <laughs> like, oh my god I'm so interested in this because because it's funny right like I actually I had another tweet that I did the other day that um was just like no one will ever have a confinement fetish ever again uh <laughs> Or we all will, <laughs> right. you know? So are you kind of in the camp where it's like you can kind of romanticize or eroticize this idea of like having to stay inside or having to be isolated? I'm like, I'm looking at like, I've been looking at like the, just people's patterns of behavior over throughout this. And like, yeah. and some of it's been... I guess just the standard like how people are coping and then some of it's like the fetish stuff and so it's been really interesting seeing 
uh, uh, things where where people are kind of leaning into what's going on as part of, you know, the whole thing. And yeah. and so like on clips for sale, I've been seeing a lot of like porn lately that's like, you know, femdom, like yes. you're quarantined with me or like nurse yeah. outfit type things like, oh, you're you have symptoms and like and like they're doing like a, you know, uh, checking up on the. And I was like, this is it's fascinating to see how people yeah. are, you know, kind of rolling with it. And I I particularly like I feel like some people could look at it at quick glance and be like, that's insensitive to what's going on right now. But at the same time, I, I mean, we got to cope. We got to right. cope somehow. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's kind of that's kind of where where I was going. Like, you know, I uh, uh, and and I, I don't know how much if, if your listeners like remember anything about me, but like I, I'm the <laughs> but dude. Let's who, remind them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the dude who like almost died a bunch of times. So like I fetishize uh, my death. own death. And, and that <laughs> helps me cope with that. I live, you know, with with a debilitating heart conditions so anyway like yeah. i'm like yeah. all in i'm like oh no like yes. i'm a person who's at high risk right now and i even i'm like ooh, that's kind of like sexy because it's wrong <laughs> like <laughs> you know like it, it is fucked up it is it is like insensitive but like that's kind of what makes it hot a little bit too totally so, yeah. yeah it's because uh, we find you know taboo things hot so of course that's that's one of the things like that's so wrong to kind of eroticize what's happening right now but I mean, I don't think I could do it for the first few days when I was like, you know, I think just in shock and in that adjustment period and, you know, probably feeling pretty depressed that, um, you know, all my fun things that I usually do in my life and all the things I usually have access to are like taken away. So for the first two few days, I was like not there yet. But yeah. ever since, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing like quarantine posts. I'm <laughs> making light of it because that's just... I think it's just going to help us all deal to have some fun because I mean, come on, like what else are we supposed to do? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's finding that balance of like, of being like, you know, cute and playing with it versus like just being like an insensitive piece of shit. That's like, fuck it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm going to go on vacation and do all this fucking whatever, you know, like, I don't know. Ooh, There's, no, no, no. It, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah 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 but I was like at one point I was like thinking of making like a, you know kind of tying in my marketing with quarantine and then at one point like right at the beginning I was like oh should I do this this kind of feels wrong right now and then like a few days later I was like oh no it's fine like <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is like it's I've been talking to like you know I have a bunch of friends who do who do different you know, kinds of sex work and like even I mm -hmm. do. And, and I was, I've been talking to people about like, Oh, what's been going on with you? Has, has this like boomed your business or is it diminished? And like, it seems to be a weird case to case basis where it's just, it's not that they're doing anything different. It's just like some weird dumb luck where, you know, like some, some folks are like, Oh no, I've been getting hit up like so much more. And then other folks yeah. are like, no, people are home with their and they, they're speculating oh no people are kind of home and and you know quarantined with their families so they're not contacting sex workers as much because the, you know they, they don't yep. have the privacy so it's it's just interesting kind of seeing that and I and I've been unfortunately I haven't had a ton of time to put into 
uh, devoting to my night flirt account right now because I I'm getting I'm one of the people I'm getting hit up a lot and I'm like yeah. I'm like fuck I don't have time to to do this because I'm I'm trying to catch up on so much other work right now yeah yeah because you're the death cult guy so of course people are gonna hit you up I get you, you know you'd be you'd be shocked like my would I be shocked well I think by my clientele it's mostly like dudes that are into being foot submissives nice yeah 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 which is like totally a 180 of what i'm into in reality because i'm like oh no i'm a foot submissive so now i have yeah these dudes that are like hey i want you to you know dominate me and tell me about your feet and this and that and i'm like my feet my feet are gross i want like i want erin <laughs> pym to put her feet in my mouth you know like, <laughs> like, and and so but you know now does I'm like, that give you some sort of insight though since you are a foot bottom like oh, now you know what they want to hear oh, that kind of thing absolutely i just i take yeah. all the you know, the dirty fantasies that I have about yeah. having someone do them to me. And I'm just like, all right, you know, little piggy, now you're going to do this to me. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's fun. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, what are some of the like weirder uh, COVID content, like as far as porn is concerned and like fetish stuff is concerned? What are some of the weirder stuff you've seen? <laughs> well, unfortunately, um, I I was talking about this the other day. I've been bookmarking a ton of porn because I'm I actually can't like afford to buy much right now. Um, yeah. With just the I, I'm weirdly enough, I am the only person in the house that I live in that that is making money right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I hear you. And 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 I don't make that much money. You know, like I I yeah. I my I live off of like listener donations which have been dropping yeah. like flies because and and like understandably because you know, I yeah. I canceled some subscriptions and things that I was just like, "Oh, this is I can't I just can't do this right now." So, Fair. I'm hoping it's a temporary thing, but um it's yeah. it's been it's just been really tight, you know, and so so I'm like looking at all this stuff and I'm like, oh, I really want this, but I have to bookmark it for later because I can't yeah. do it right now because, you know, we might need, you know, food and water and, and anything like that. <laughs> uh, fuck food and water by porn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's there's that there is that side of me that's pulling and it's like, can you can you get by on two meals a day? Right. Like, just think about it. <laughs> I mean, I love that you're still buying your porn even at a time like this like that you're just going to deny yourself that rather than go on Pornhub and I don't... watch stolen videos you know I love that you're that you're doing that yeah I don't do it it's it's that's actually a funny conversation that like me and um the co-host of off the cuffs have often because uh, uh yeah. Matt I'm calling Max out here Max is like I use Pornhub but I only use I only look at people with verified accounts and like that's how he you know does justifies that. it and I'm like all right like you know you you do you but like I don't I don't like it like it's just not it just feels yeah wrong because it's like, like to me because and, and maybe it's just because I'm someone who also like do, makes content and so I'm like although I yeah. end up giving half my content away half the time because like, I'll be like oh yeah flirting with someone and I'll just be like oh here take this photo set that I normally sell for you know $20 yeah. and just like uh here, yeah you can jerk off to this while we're chatting or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a bad salesperson but like <laughs> well, that's not being a good business person <laughs> I know but um uh, uh yeah no he, he like he does that and I just like and I and I have for or there's been a few times where um, we've had someone who has, uh, you know, makes porn on the show and 
yeah. nine times out of ten, if we have someone on that that makes porn, I own porn of theirs already. Um, nice. But there's been a few times where I was like, oh, you know, um, you know what? I want to actually research this person a little bit and just see like what they're doing. And that's pretty much the only time I've ever jumped on Pornhub to be like, oh, let me watch like uh, Ella Darling like like make a piss video or something like you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah I don't know totally. No, that's good. I mean, yeah, for me, I, uh, yeah, I, I tend to purchase content from people I know. Um, that's something that I do a lot. And then I think other than that, I'm just not really interested. Like I'd rather use my own, draw from my own imagination, you know, when I'm doing stuff like that. So it's either like a treat where I'm doing something very intentionally to support a friend, Mm. um, or, like I'm not really into it, which is funny because I used to be, I used to be uh, jerking off to porn like exclusively. Always had to have porn on, but now I've kind of like I don't know. The past couple of years, I weaned myself off of it. Maybe not like maybe just kind of by accident. I was just starting to not use it, and then now I like don't use it at all. So I'm kind of yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with porn. Okay. But that's that's something interesting that you brought up though about. Um, not having the money right now for content, right? Like, for me, the thing with, uh, you know, have I been seeing more people or less people lately because of what's happening? For me, I feel like the thing is people don't have expendable income right now. Most people don't. Yeah. So that's a reason that we wouldn't see a huge rise in people purchasing our online stuff because we just don't have the money. Right. Um, and some people still do, which is great. A lot of people do still have their jobs, um, and they're still buying, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think it's totally a case by case thing. And for me, it's like some days seem like, oh, wow, this is like really picking up and more online stuff than I've ever done. Yeah. But other days are like zero or like last night, fuck, I was on Night Flirt for like an hour um texting with someone and i made like fucking 30 bucks i was like oh <laughs> what an honest waste of my time and it was just the way he texts because you know on night flirt you make money from volleys right yeah. back and forth so he just was texting in big chunks and i'm like dude i know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> So it ended up only being like 40 volleys like in an hour which was nothing. Yeah. And I was like oh, yeah. motherfucker. One of my one of my one of my guys does that but he but he also like will tip me very largely at the end usually. Or, I know or and I was hoping for that. Mm-hmm. Or, or something cuz I'm like come on man you can't just give me like 30 bucks for <laughs> yeah. for an hour of time I just spent with you and that's usually what happens when you on texting, right? And I was expecting it, but fuck, didn't get it. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I can't complain. Like the day before, I made like two hundred bucks, maybe. So nice. Just because ha- people happened to be sending me nice tributes, like just for being Twitter followers and stuff. Right. Yeah. Which was yeah. I'm like I'm. I just nice. and I just put a, a fucking thing on uh, on Instagram. I was like buy me this video game and I'll give you an hour of uh, <laughs> free sexting. <laughs> Texting. I did see that. Yeah. I love that so much. Anybody <laughs> hate you up on that? I don't know because I have my, I, I have like everything set up 
uh, to talk to you, so I can't actually check it. So I'm like, oh, shit, I may have posted that at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll have a bunch of messages there when we stop when Hopefully. we stop talking. Yeah, and then the other thing I'm thinking of is like, uh, maybe I'm only getting more business because I'm doing more marketing for online stuff. Right. Now. Yeah. A- and that's why. So it's really, kind of really hard to tell. Yeah. It's so interesting because you're, you're someone who does like in-person sessions, like um, um, mm-hmm. kink sessions, and then like also does night flirt. So it's, it, it, it's interesting that you have that like both sides of, well, here it's do- totally dead. So here it maybe is picking up a little bit and, and, yeah. You know, versus someone who just does one or the other, which, you know, it's it sucks that that so much is changing for so many people. And, you know, and then the other yeah. thing you see is a lot of people have been talking about, oh, all these like regular folk are now like, I'm going to start doing online sex work to make extra money. And like and like people are complaining not, like, not oh, quite. well, it's flooding the market and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, it's not that easy. You don't just like do it. And 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 like I I totally agree with that point of view because it's like all right like you know it isn't that easy you don't just start doing it but on the other side of that I'm also like hey has this offered uh people to sort of be more empathetic to like oh it's not like you know it's it's like as to what like sex work even is you know like like because that's like so there's like two sides of it to look at and be like oh yeah no that sucks but also like hey maybe there's a silver lining I don't know yeah, no, totally. I And I don't think it's flooding the market because people that just suddenly decide now that they're going to try and, you know, sell pics or sell videos or whatever, they're not going to be having clients immediately. Like, that's not how it works. You're not yeah. going to just suddenly get all this money from it. So they're not, they're not taking away – people who are just starting it up now aren't taking anything away from people who have been doing this for years. Like, let's be honest. Right. No, but um, I, I understand – like, what I meant is, like, I understand people who – are like people who have been doing the hustle for you know mm-hmm. years and then they're seeing it and they're kind of like well well fuck you like i'm like i'm not saying mm-hmm. like i'm I'm not like i'm not doing that necessarily but i'm also like i get it like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah oh, i get it too and i'm like cool yeah you can do that but um you probably won't have tons of luck with it but if you do i mean good for you like yeah Everybody's got to start somewhere and we all have our reasons for doing sex work and they're all valid. Yep. You know, so there you go. Yeah, actually somebody just, uh, this might be a fun conversation with you because we're just talking about feet. (laughs) I had someone from Hustler um, interview me because they were, basically the whole premise of the article was, is selling feet pics sex work? Mm. What do you think on that? Um, I mean, yes, because, because it's, well, oh man, this is, this is, <laughs> I know, I know it, it, it's like, it, it, there's so many different ways to attack this topic because like, you're like, all right, well, is, is fetish work necessarily sex work because there's not sex involved but then it's like well what is sex and we're you know we're seeing like Mm -hmm. redefined you know you know what what when I was 13 when I was taught what sex was like is not what I think sex is now so it's like yes Mm -hmm. like that is you know and and especially I you know in the past couple of months kind of have been realizing that as much of a giant pervert and as like and and <laughs> as like sexual quote unquote as I am of a person that I mm-hmm. think 
I might be asexual because like if you if you go by the terms of like, you know, what sexual attraction is, it's typically like, you know, a person who's attracted to another person's like, you know, sexual parts. And that's Mm -hmm. and I'm not typically I mean, I not that I'm not, but I'm like I'm more into like other body parts and like partialisms and fetishizing other things. And like even if I think about like regular, let's just say like PIV sex it's not Mm -hmm. that's not the thing that gets me going it's usually some kind of other dynamic within that 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 i'm like oh that's what's interesting to me so like i don't totally i don't know what (laughs) sex is anymore like who fucking knows like i just want to nibble on someone's toes but you know what that's like (laughs) that's hot for me and 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 so yes ultimately selling foot pecs is sex work in my opinion if that made any yeah. sense <laughs> no it does and i mean that was basically i think i also rambled for like 10 minutes before like getting to an answer for this guy too because i was like well you know there's thousands of ways you can practice sex work you know and and the same thing like sex is so so broad you know especially in the kink sphere so like you know i'm sure he was looking for like a good like black and white answer to use for this article but i like i would not (laughs) (laughs) good good for you (laughs) (laughs) because specifically i think what he was bringing up was kind of what we're talking about with like like during this now people you know who has never kind of engaged in any other type of sex work are now like selling feet pics yeah and what what do you think of that and i'm like well it's also kind of how you identify and what you're getting out of it you know like when you sell feet pics it could be about like healing some sort of body dysmorphia you have it could be about body positivity like yeah and the good feelings you get from that so is that sex like you got to look at the intention behind it as well yeah um like sometimes i like if i'm selling feet pics i just keep them on my phone and then i like look at them later and they make me feel it makes me feel nice to have like a nice picture of my feet where i'm like oh my feet look really nice there you know like <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. So, I don't know. I, I also was just like, I don't know what you want from me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> During this interview. <laughs> but, um, oh, okay. So, one thing I definitely wanted to talk to you about. Um, you know, uh, usually kinksters and, and people who kind of outside the kink sphere what they think we do is like go to dungeons all the time go to parties all the time go to all these like brick and mortar physical spaces Mm. um and just have kind of like kinky play parties which you know sometimes we do that but um so i'm sure wondering people are wondering kind of what are we doing now that we don't we can't go to those physical spaces anymore so two questions for you. Are you a person who does that, you know, kind of in your regular kinky life? And um, if so, you know, how has that changed now? Right. Yeah. Um, I am someone who I used to go out a lot more than I have in the past year or so. And that was more due to our local dungeon closing. And mm-hmm. there still are play parties that are happening at places, but they're... They're less, 
warm. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't like it's just like they're they're at places where it's not as comfortable. It's not like a dedicated space where we used to have this this place where you could walk in. You could just, you know, be yourself. And now it's a little more. Oh, you have to go into this set of doors and back and like there, you know, there's a part of that that I'm sure other people are like kind of into. It has that like CD feeling of like, oh, I got to go to this private whatever. But I really liked this, you know, when we had this dungeon that was just sort of a warehouse. You walked in, there was a lounge, you know, and then you walked behind the curtain and and it was the the, the playroom and and you know the lounge was people kind of socializing and you know dressed hot or or not dressed at all, like depending and you know. And and it just like there was a very welcoming feeling to it that when that went away, I sort of started playing privately around here a little bit more. Um, yeah. And it, it's it's not that my like interest in going out and playing publicly has has dwindled, but I think just the the lack of having somewhere that feels like um, that that place it just like it felt like a home, like it was like oh like this yeah. is this is very you know welcoming and and all that so so i think i already was sort of pulled out of that um because of that and Mm -hmm. so not a ton has changed in terms of that with everything that's going on now um but would would you go to like private play parties like a friend hosting something you know in their apartment or something where there's kind of 10 people or something like that is that something you you would do or it's it's something it's something that i would and have done it's something that has been kind of happening less and less around, you know, around here. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the, the two times recently where, you know, and I say recently, but I, I mean kind of in the past year, the two times where there was one I really wanted to go to, I was uh, traveling for, for, you know, I think we had exotica and then there was another thing and the, the, the podcast had to travel for. So we weren't in town for, and I was like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, there hasn't been a ton of difference in, in terms of that. Like I said, I was sort of already used to playing more privately and having people, you know, and, and like, you know, I, I have people who I play with that I've I've had as play partners for like long term. So it's not just like I'm not I'm not like cut off from the community where it's like, oh, I'm not meeting people or I'm not you know, vetting people or anything. I'm not just inviting like strangers over the internet into my house. Like I, I still have like, you know, ties to people that I've known from when, uh, you know, the dungeon was around and, and have been playing yeah. with for that long. So it's like, oh yeah, now we just kind of do something more privately here or, or whatever. Um, but yeah. that's not happening right now, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We can't even do. Yeah. So you're not doing one-on-one play with people that you don't immediately like live with. Yeah. Any in-person yeah. play right now is just like me and Lexi when you know when we're not working because um yeah we're you know she's not she got laid off from work but she does work you know she's working on the blog and I'm working on the shows and so you know we're 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 trying to make the best of that anyway but you know um um trying to carve out more time to to do stuff like not even just kink stuff like like I'm kind of a classic overworker <laughs> and and so yes. so like right now Me too. Me uh, too, bro. yeah I've been trying to like take <laughs> the time every day to be like all right stop working and like you know we've been talking yeah. for two three years about like oh like all these movies that we should that you know Lexi should watch or whatever and now we're like taking the time to watch them every night like we you know yeah. and stuff like that but then um but then also yeah like you know we're the we're the only two people who are in contact so you know we're our only uh 
in-person play partners at the moment. But, you know, she she does she she talks to people and she does night flirt and stuff like that. Um, And I've been because you guys are poly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that's been that's been interesting. It's you know, yeah, we we're poly, but also we don't we have like a bunch of play partners, but not too, too many romantic partners at the moment. Um, Right. I think the closest is Lexi has a person who she talks to every day. That is it's like I don't know. They're they're. I can't tell if they're more like girlfriends or if they're more like sisters. (laughs) But. It's, it's that is the thing with with queer relationships <laughs> that especially women <laughs> we don't know either <laughs> no they don't no, and that, I, I say that because like because like that's exactly what what Lexi would say about it too she'd be like I don't know what the fuck is going on I know here. I was actually I was texting her today <laughs> and she was calling this because her her thirst for other women right now is so bad she's calling it quarantine <laughs> which I really appreciated <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the <a> thing <laughs> uh, yeah but i i like how you're talking about trying to find you know some boundaries around your work because mm. uh, i'm the same way i'll just if i'm at home alone uh i'm just gonna work all day long like all day long yeah and i have that many projects i can work all day long if i so choose so that's good to hear that you're doing that because that's something that i'm also kind of struggling with and and what's nice actually I've been seeing for the past couple months I've been seeing a dom who uh yesterday was like texted me um also this is also someone that I can't see in person unfortunately right right now but um you know he'll he'll do the wellness dom thing which is uh, which is great which is something I need specifically when it's about like me overworking myself. So he'll just be like, I want you to do something today that is just for you, you know, that you don't, that isn't connected to your work Mm -hmm. or that you don't share with anyone else. I just want you to do something just for yourself. So like I went, it was kind of sunny yesterday off and on. So I went on my balcony and just like lay in the sun for, for a bit, just listening to a podcast or whatever. Nice. Um, you know, and then he gives me a cute little selfie because I did it, you know? <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Which yeah. is lovely, which is a nice thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. 
They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. Are you um, finding it kind of uh, advantageous to be quarantined with a partner right now? Uh, or, because I know you're kind of, you usually are a, um, I don't want to say hermit, but hermit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm hermit-ish. I mean, I mean, like, you know, I mean, we, me, Lexi and I live together all the time, but a lot of time, yeah. you know, during, throughout the normal year, she's, you know, off at work and then, you know, comes home and yeah. has, you know, other, some other work to do. Like, you know, I was saying the blogs, things like that. So I'm used to having like, I don't know, maybe 12, 14 hours to myself every day. Um, <laughs> no <and>, longer. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't have that anymore. And it's, and like, I don't. I'm not like, oh, go away or anything, but it's, it's, it's just, it's different being like, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to figure out like, and find like, oh, like what can we do to maximize like our output of like, um, you know, work, but also, uh, and this is why I was saying we've been taking, I've been trying to consciously take the time to stop because yeah. yes, I am kind of like a hermit normally and, and work, 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 but you know she's now here and 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 she so she's i don't i don't want to say like less productive but like in her um in her day to day like she's not doing as much because she's not going into work you know and yeah. so i'm like trying to take account for oh i just i can't just leave my partner sitting like unattended for 14 hours while i you know hole up totally. in the garage and edit you know you know totally totally things. yeah Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm flat out not productive at all when Matt's home. Uh Like, all we do is play. Like, (laughs) just, we go from playing video games to watching shit together to playing games together to like, yeah, it's just, when Matt, I I think I have a really good setup because, (laughs) because Matt spends half his time uh, at his girlfriend's place. So luckily it's within walking distance. So you know, every like four days he walks back and forth, right? Uh-huh. So I've got that time with Matt and then he goes away and I have my alone time. So I'm like, I think it's fucking perfect, actually. Uh-huh. And it's great because I kind <laughs> I was talking about this yesterday, which is kind of funny. Because um, Matt, you know, is kind of having a hard time dealing with this because he's very social. Mm. And the things he does, like he does comedy and he loves basketball and like he doesn't have any of that right now. So he's like kind of losing his mind a little bit. Uh-huh. So it's kind of have it, nice having like somebody to co-parent Matt with. <laughs> <laughs> like a co-mom to like take care of Matt right now. is so <laughs> ideal. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, on the on the practical uh... side of, of having like... um you know, a partner here and like just to kind of like turn the other direction for a second. Like mm-hmm. I, so like I'm, I'm in the like high risk camp of people right now. And yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I have someone who has been going out and doing all of the shopping and like de- and like, and yeah. like cleaning things off before bringing them into the place. Like, um, I'm not having to rely on either going out myself or having things delivered from someone who I don't know, 
you know what where they've been like you know and, and you yeah. know not that sounds like weird but like you know a male no, you don't a, know how careful they're being right exactly like yeah. i don't know if, and they don't know your situation so they don't know how careful they you you know they need to be so yeah right totally. yeah i don't know like how many uber eats deliveries this you know someone's done which like you know i mean i don't exactly. normally do things like that anyway but i'm just saying someone who maybe is in my position would be doing right now and totally it's been it's been great having you know someone to be that extra barrier between me and the world um yes. and and you know um just to take care of things that that i mean like you know i could take care of myself but like it's better that i don't have to right now <laughs> totally yeah um, yeah so so that's been that's been cool um and it's it's yeah i don't know i think i think that's been like really like one of the 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 most helpful things about having someone and like that, that probably sounds like horrible and selfish, but I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I'm also like, I'm also like, Oh, if I get this thing, I'm probably dead though. So like, uh, maybe, maybe I feel like being a little selfish right now. (laughs) I don't know. It's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I mean, fuck New York right now is like crazy. Mm -hmm. What, what's going on there right now like well there's a bunch of you know a bunch of people around like right around us too and we're not even like in the city but you know we're out on on long island uh but there's people like all around us that are like oh they're coming down with it now and there's you know um my my um my family uh, one of the people i'm quarantined with was you know they haven't been working for a few weeks but they were like oh two people from my job just just were uh, yeah. uh, diagnosed and like you know so I'm like oh it's close like it's definitely close so it's it's not it's not like some far removed thing that I'm like oh well I'm you know it it hasn't really hit a lot around here like it's it's happening it's it's happening so so having yeah, that extra sure layer is. again has been you know more comforting which which you know I was talking to Gerza the other day um, oh was, yeah that guy <laughs> yeah that guy <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, I yelled at him about you, so. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I listened to, yeah, so you were on Andrew Gerz's podcast recently. Just, an episode just came out. Um, Quarantine and Chill, he's done, is that what his little yeah. series is called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, so at one point you brought me up and I was just a scream laughing <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> well, no, because the thing is, is that every time I talk to him, he literally is like, oh, I just talked to Aaron. And I'm like, and I'm like, why, like, like, why do you time that so that you can rub that in my face? Like, <laughs> anyway, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I don't even fucking remember. It's, it's something, something about dying. Oh, he was asking me about like, about dying. <laughs> something about dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, no, because he was like, "Oh, are you like extra worried or whatever?" And I, and you know, it's it sparked like our whole conversation about how I'm like, "Oh, well, I sort of have already resigned myself to the fact that I'm I'm not going to live as long as basically everyone I know uh, uh, yeah. because of my medical conditions." And so, like, this is this is just I because I'm already like always in that mindset, and not that I like let that like hold me back or anything, but like. Or, like, I don't live in, you know, day-to-day fear of it. Like, it's just, it's part of my reality. So this is just another yeah. thing where it's like, oh, there's a thing happening in the world that I have to be, like, precautious of. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm sure in a lot of ways it does the opposite for you. Like, by by all means, shut me up if I'm, <laughs> if this is not true. But I don't know, for me, if I kind of knew I had a time limit, I'd be doing all the things, all the fun, kinky ass shit <laughs> that I possibly could. I, 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 I it, it kind of, it, yes, but it also like transcends like every, it's, it's a lot of it comes through, I think, in my work more than my kink stuff. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like, you know, I, I got like, if I have 10 years to like, to like do the work that I want to do, like, I'm going to make sure I get it done, you know? And if I, and if I, and if I end up having like, you know, 15, 20, like good on me, but like, <laughs> but like I'm, <laughs> oh I'm God. planning on the, on the lower end of, of my like projection so that I'm like, you know, make sure you get, get shit going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind yeah. of, it kind of goes into every facet of, you know, I guess my life where, where, you know, kink comes into it. Um, um, but, but even just, I think with kink, even more so than like practical play and doing things, I think mm-hmm. I get so much enjoyment out of talking to other people about their relationship to kink and like how, and like what it does for them that, that, that sort of, I mean, that does directly tie to my work, but, but, I think doing that is like something that I value as being like, Oh, this is the important thing that I need to do or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Like help people on their kinky journeys. Yeah. It, yeah it's like, that's sort of like a weird, like extra. I'm like, yes, like that's part of it. But then the other part of it is like, I get enjoyment out of it myself. Like, like out of yeah. knowing it. Cause I'm like, Oh, this, like this puzzle, this is like, like it's, everything is a puzzle and like just every time I talk to a new person, it like puts another piece of the puzzle together and like, and like for yourself, for myself, but then like, and then, and then like you said, and then the other side of that is like, you know, someone who hears it might be like, Oh, that's something that I needed to hear, which is, which is, you know, kind of the reason, like one of the reasons I started doing it was because I, I'm one of those people who kind of grew up feeling like an outcast because of my interests. So, you know, I know how important it is to hear that, one other person that's like oh i'm weird in this way uh let's be weird (laughs) together (laughs) you know yeah totally yeah it's funny i don't know how other people do like sexting on night flirt but like all i'm doing is like asking people like about like i'm trying to get into the the like core value of their king yeah i'm trying to uncover like what it does for them and why they do it and what what they get out of it like that's the stuff that i'm like sexting people yeah the balance between (laughs) that and like being and knowing that they're that they're calling you to jerk off is like yeah but i'm but i'm like yeah it's kind of like a tease and denial (laughs) type situation (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's more denial than than tease probably (laughs) (laughs) but you know what the 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 not the not the not i don't know if it's the sad truth of it but like the 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 actual truth of it that's unfortunate let me put it that way is that if they would Uh take 10 minutes to chat with you their experience mm-hmm. would end up being a hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like once totally. you got into the, the dirty part. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Because like also exactly like on, on that, um, on that kind of tangent, like 
it's also if we're gonna do a scene together that's essential information for me to be a provider of like a scene even if it's just texting yeah um that's stuff i want to know so that i can you know deliver a more nuanced experience for you exactly yeah yeah and and it's it's like i was saying it's it's funny like trying to strike that balance when you can get someone to do that versus they're like, they're just like, no, just, just call me a filthy pig. And I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like I'll do that. Cool. <laughs> I, I mean, fine, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also had people hang up on me because I'm trying to like pick their brains too hard. So right. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that uh, happened uh, once recently, um, <laughs> and that's never happened to me before. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that often, but I like I, I hear it from uh, Lexi. She'll be like, she'll be like, she'll put her earbuds in. She'll be like, ooh, I got a call. Like, and then like two minutes later, she'll come out of the bedroom and be like, well, <laughs> like <laughs> that happened to me the other day. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I tried to get too deep too fast and right. hung up <laughs> no it's a balance you have to like it's like it's not like it's not like negotiating a scene in person like you want to hold mm-hmm. those values and do that stuff but you have to balance getting that information yeah. and giving that information while also you know making you you know they're they're on a they're on a budget of both like arousal and money so oh yeah keeping exactly. keeping them interested while doing that is a totally different animal than say you know negotiating some kind of uh in-person play or even like i got hit up oh my God, by yes. someone uh uh last week to do uh an audio uh, audio porn and mm-hmm. because it wasn't like a live back and forth you know in the moment I was able to ask them and negotiate like a ton of information and that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is they hit me up to do it as almost uh, uh, like a sex work type thing. And mm-hmm. it ended up turning into, uh, you, you know, we're talking about how, you know, doing scenes and, and everything right now with everything being the way it is. But, you know, I ended up, I didn't even charge them for it. Cause I was like, this felt more like, um, like an intimate, like kink scene than, a sex work thing and like it kind of got right. us like chatting and like we've been talking like a little bit more and more and it's been it's been fun and interesting to get to know them like uh uh yeah, yeah i don't know so for whatever yeah, that's worth that's, <laughs> yeah no that's amazing yeah no i i also it's kind of interesting um earlier earlier this year yeah wow time is a concept at this point um yeah earlier this year i actually I had an appointment, like an in, in-person appointment with someone who was kind of acquaintance of mine for like years. And they approached me first to make sure it was okay and everything. They're like, I want to book you. Is that okay? I'm like, of course. Mm. Um, and had this like amazing scene. And then like at Ritual Chamber, they paid, they tipped. It was great. And then, you know, they kind of messaged me after and were like, let me know if this is like, whoa, stepping over a boundary. But like, was that like, you know, not just like work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You, 
you know, and then we kind of we went on like a couple dates and then it ultimately decided that, you know, maybe we're not maybe not, you know, for whatever sure. reason. But um, yeah, that one definitely felt like more like not and, and not that sex work can't be this too, because, you know, it can, for sure can be. But it just felt, um, yeah, like realer, like more layered yeah sure deeper yeah yeah absolutely so at at that point i was kind of like "Ooh, this definitely feels more like a scene like like more like we're just doing a scene together than sex work yeah which is kind of interesting um oh what were we there was a thing oh yeah so uh you mentioned like yeah trying to navigate negotiation when you're just doing a phone scene or a texting scene right here's here's the thing yeah I, i i do um just like you're saying, you know, I'm trying to go through all of the steps that I would usually go through, right? But you've kind of, you can't totally do that. You've got to make it a lot shorter for a lot of reasons. Sometimes they're phoning when they're three quarters of the way there. Right. So yeah, exactly. they're not really, <laughs> you know, looking to like negotiate a scene. That's why I was saying their budget isn't always necessarily related to their <laughs> to their wallet. It could be, you know, their, their time allotment. Their time budget. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like... N- I don't I don't know if you've um experienced this like on Night Flirt but um they'll launch right into whatever scene they want. Um and like cuz I'm the dominant in this scenario, right? They'll try to like manipulate me to get what they want rather than consensually asking me, "Oh, I want you to um you know, just start calling me out on this specific thing and then forcing me to do this. Rather than asking me that, they'll manipulate me into doing it or try to anyways, but I'm like, dude, I know what you're doing. Um, But you could have also just asked. Like, for example, if that was super vague, the guy um, came in saying, oh, I wish my wife was as sexy as you. And I was like, bleh, buddy, like, don't message me that. Um... And I, and I messaged them back. Like, that's exactly what I say. Uh Um, and he's like, I bought her this maid costume and she won't wear it. Like she, you know, she thinks it's stupid. And, um, you know, I, I just want her to be a hot slut for me and she won't do that. And I'm like, uh, well, it doesn't sound like you're treating her that well. So no, I wouldn't put on a fucking maid out for, for you either. Uh-huh. If you're like, you know what I mean? But the whole thing was like the scene he wanted was for me to berate him about that and then force him to put on the maid outfit. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted. That's what the scene was. But he was, you know, he was like going about it in that way to try and make me disrespect him like legitimately. Uh-huh. So I find like that's what people are doing rather than negotiate, mm-hmm. which is kind of troubling. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's the thing, like you said, like if they would have straight up asked, you could have like fulfilled it. Cause like, that's a legit, yeah. that's a legit like fantasy. Like I, I, yeah, that's a great scene. I would have been happy to facilitate that scene, right. but instead I was like, who is this asshole? Come on. Right. There's different, <laughs> there's ways of going about it. Like I, I, used to talk to you know my ex-wife about kind of stuff like that a bit and and like i'm not even like i'm not you know she's my ex-wife we're i'm not married anymore but like a lot of my like some of my fantasies you know i was talking earlier about how oh i'm not really that interested in 
in like just regular like sex stuff but then like where yeah. where i would be interested would be in a situation where it was some kind of like weird power dynamic like someone you know is forcing my wife to watch them fuck me like i'm tied up and she's tied up and and i'm being taken yeah. advantage of in front of her like and like that's like hot to me um yeah. and you know it's like that's all well and good if like you relay that as that's the fantasy versus being like hey here's a bunch of personal information that i don't like about my wife now use that against yeah. me that's like that's just like shitty to to that person's like wife or partner or whoever like you know like don't yeah it's okay to have those fantasies but like don't actually non-consensually use them as your like you, you know like i i don't know if i'm saying that right but like um yeah. yeah like you you don't have to actually start telling people things about significant others like to get that like you could yeah. be like hey this is a fantasy i have and in this like nebulous situation like my pretend wife you know even if you, they are married you know say like blah 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 mm -hmm. like and that's completely different and and not kind of like hurting anybody i guess yeah totally yeah like um i also had somebody approach me out like about a blackmail mm -hmm. um but they actually wanted to give me like their daughter's real number and their wife's real number no, and i was no, like no, no. no yeah that is not what is happening and he's like well you don't have to you won't use it and i'm like no i won't because you're not going to give it to me in the first place right that's not how you run a consensual scene like you're not going to involve somebody unconsensually even if you know we're not it, it, they're not directly involved like I don't that's not how this works and uh, and obviously they uh you know they weren't interested after right. that and I was like dude this isn't a that's not a scene yeah for me I'm sorry yeah yeah no that's that's why you take advantage of making like 18 different free gmail accounts and you make one up as your wife and you make one up as your boss yeah. and you make one up as your whatever you know there you go and, and you do things that way i mean even before i was in like the kink community because i i've been doing like stuff for for you know 20 years before i even stepped foot into the public kink community and uh the <laughs> i uh, when i didn't have the knowledge of how to say like quote unquote you know negotiate consent like to the standards that maybe i do now there was always mm -hmm. like i had people that I played with where like we would email each other back and forth from two different email addresses and it would be like this is the fantasy one this is the this is the real life like hey you know cool. whatever one and we would do you know blackmail stuff or like or 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 you know I've been spying on you and taking photos of you through your window and like you know sending the like and 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 you know that was kind of true in some ways but but it was you know, it was negotiated. So like I had a friend who uh, used to have like a window that she would get changed in front of at a certain time where it was set up that I could be in her driveway to take photos wow, from that spot. Hot. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And then it. I would, I would email them to her from this, from this like other email address that wasn't my regular name that would be like, I'm going to send this to, you know, this person and that person and like, you know, whatever, like, 
um, and, and just like things like that. And I would get all like the nasty fantasy stuff out in that email. And then we'd be chatting through a separate, uh, like our regular emails that where we'd be like, Hey, like, you know, what do you, what do you want me to call you when I talk about this? Like, blah, 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 you know, Oh my God, I love that. Oh, that's so creative. No, I, I you just gave me a memory that I had. Um, I, I had a boyfriend one time who, uh, without my knowledge, was catfishing me. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, at, you know, wanting to trade pics and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was just, like, an online, online like, kind of relationship or whatever. Mm. Um, which we were poly, so it was fine that I was doing that with, you know, if this was a real person. Um, and so I was kind of having this sexy online thing with someone, uh, for, I want to say like this one on like a month maybe. Mm. And then, uh, we were somewhere where he had his phone, his phone was like in the car or something. Uh, and he was like something, I don't know, something where he asked me to look at his phone to check something. Uh, and I opened up his phone and it was that profile that was open on his phone. Uh And I was like, uh, what? (laughs) But I mean, I wasn't, I was like, okay, okay. Um, I like this idea if I was like, you know, uh, in the loop told about it. <laughs> if yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 like, if I was like at all in the loop, yeah. I would, you have no idea, I would have been so down for this. Yeah, that's, that's um, like, that's fucked up. Yeah, so like that, right? That's fucked up. And I don't think I was as mad as I maybe should have been at the time. Because, you know, I hadn't developed really good consent practices surrounding kink and, and sex and stuff like that at the time, because I was fairly young. But um yeah that's that's don't do that yeah no 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 don't do that (laughs) yeah you can because she's probably you can set all that up because that's that's not that's not playing it's not gonna ruin it yeah it's not gonna ruin it to like get the fucking person's complete consent and negotiate surrounding it that's just gonna make it hotter because you're like it'll just tease it out and it'll then that's a part of the foreplay for it talking about it and deciding all the shit that's gonna happen even even beyond that like it's totally like awesome to have fantasies where you're a creepy fucking disgusting pervert and you're doing something like that but when you do that the way that that person did that doesn't make that a fantasy that makes you that creepy disgusting pervert that you're Thank you. that you know it, it's it's like i have like i was saying about that same person like we would set up a thing where i could like um watch her change in the window or or, or take photos or whatever and like and like you know one of my like kinks is like i kind of weirdly like the idea of being a peeping tom but yeah. the difference is is i'm not actually going and doing that like I think that the prospect of it is hot and that's probably fucked up of me to think that, <laughs> but you know, I don't No, It's like any other, it's like every other taboo fantasy or kink. right. But like, but like the difference is I'm not doing that. I like set up a thing with a person that we could do that as two different people or like, well, I mean, she was technically, I guess like playing herself and I was playing this other person, but it was still like, 
an augmented version of herself. You know what I mean? Like totally, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So wow, I we've we've. We've chatted for pretty much at the time where we should end. (laughs) And here I was thinking, I don't know. I I had all these things planned to talk about. We didn't really get to any of them. (laughs) And I don't care. I'm cool with that. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm stuck. So, you know, you wanna do this (laughs) another time, like another day that like and and save some something for the for the for the archives like i'll be around (laughs) (laughs) oh you're the best one thing i do want you to talk mention because it's happening right now before you go is your virtual munches that you're running oh yeah so um we we usually off the cuffs usually does a virtual munch like uh, every couple of months for our our patreon donors and it's uh we do it through the zoom app you can host up to I think like a hundred people in the chat room at a time. We, we don't usually hit a hundred, but I mean, it's usually, you know, uh, you know, a couple of dozen or a dozen or more like, you know, um, but uh, we've been, we open that up to everyone right now, instead of just being Patreon donors, because, you know, we know, you know, money is tight all around and people are, you know, in isolation and, you know, actual munches and play parties and things are being canceled. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we, we know the value of needing to socialize with, you know, people that you feel, uh, yourself with, even if that's just through a computer screen. So we, we've been, uh, doing every Friday night at 8 PM, uh, Eastern time. Cause we're in New York. Um, we do a virtual munch and you can, you can find all the info and like get into that by going to off the org. There's a blog post. It's it's I think it's pinned to like one of the top blog posts, but it's it's basically like uh, off the cuffs quarantine munch. Like if you find that post, it's got the link. It's got all the stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been it's been pretty neat just like kind of getting to chat with people and seeing how they're dealing with things. And then also um, I'm thinking about trying to structure it a little bit more so that it's it's um to do some maybe like q and a's with people that are maybe into certain things but i don't know i mean it's just kind of a hangout and it's a free for all and it's it's a mess and you know i you know i got <laughs> i got wine drunk at the first one and uh decided not oh, not to for the second one <laughs> so <laughs> so that's happening every friday at, at- 8? 8 p.m. Uh, yeah, that's Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, anyone is welcome to join and uh, and just kind of hang out and 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 share their uh, you know what they've been up to, what what movies they like, what music they like, what kinks they like, what you know what things they're doing at home to pass the time, mm-hmm. pervy or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> But mostly pervy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anywhere else you would like people to follow, or maybe your Patreon, you want to tell people about? Oh God, I feel I feel like pro- promoting that right now is like is like <laughs> feels dirty. Whatever. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> if people have, if people are still working and they want to support people who aren't working, yeah, yeah, fucking. Uh, all right. So, so Patreon dot slash OCP kink is the um, is the one for off the cuffs, and then I have one uh, that is Patreon dot slash Being There Pod, which is for my other show, which is not necessarily kink or sex related, but sometimes is and. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole other thing. Uh, but yeah, those, and then I guess <laughs> I love I love being there. It's a storytelling podcast. Yeah, it's for, like true true yeah. stories. I actually I have a I have true a real stories, yeah. fucking interesting one coming out this week. So I'm like 
I'm I'm happy. Yay. Yeah. Excited. Guy that uh, a guy that was on the deep water horizon when it exploded. Uh, wow. Yeah. So and and uh, it, he's like t- he's like telling it and he's talking about all these crazy things like, you know, doors exploding off of hinges and jumping off a, you know, uh, a fucking oil rig that's on fire, like into the ocean. And like, and he's, and he's just this got this like sweet Southern like drawl and he's telling it so calmly. And I'm like, how are you so calm about this? Like, Oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but uh, uh, really, really interesting anyway. Yeah. So those, those are my shows. And then you can, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and, uh instagram ocp kink is off the cuffs being there pod is being there my personal twitter is dick wound and my instagram is dw pod host which i've been on instagram a little bit more than twitter because i find that it's a little bit more uh people are going to instagram to be like goofy and fun and people are going to uh twitter to be like angry and rant (laughs) so i'm like I'm kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I checked the, the Twitter, but I've been a little less active on it just because I'm like, I, I want some, some fun stuff right now. So, and I like all the Instagram lives that are happening too. So you can like talk to your friends and stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 I like that. I've been trying to, I've been just trying to treat every day. Like it's like it's thirst trap Thursday, every day of the week. <laughs> there's trap every day baby (laughs) (laughs) yes okay so for yeah for me i am at the bedpost podcast on instagram i am at the lady pim one on twitter uh i'm also pim.lady on instagram uh if you have any comments concerns do not email me about the audio um, quality though um that you can do that at the bedpost sex show at gmail.com my patreon i'm not embarrassed to drop it (laughs) it is patreon.com slash the bedpost show and also we've got our youtube series bedpost product reviews um which where i'm reviewing sex toys with comedians it's very fun our youtube page is the bedpost sex show and then last but not least all the original music on my podcast is done by my good friend stephanie copeland she recently won a uh, award at the canadian podcasting awards for her music in this very podcast so you can check out the rest of her stuff at stephcopelandmusic.com and of course dick wound one more huge thank you to you thank you so much this has been lovely thanks yeah i always uh enjoy talking to you and was just gonna say the uh, uh, at least when we were talking about feet stuff, you cut off the conversation <laughs> right before I had to say, please stop talking about your feet, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll have you back before long to check in with you and uh, talk more shit. <laughs> And thank you to everyone who's been listening. We'll have another fantastic, sexy, fun guest on next week to talk about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 